There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. We're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. I know you can play football. Coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. We will live on. We will live on to fight another day. 2016 was a very good year in my estimation. However, it ended Saturday night in Foxborough, Massachusetts, as the Pittsburgh Steelers lost to the New England Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Hello once again. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, and welcome to Steelers Six Pack of Fact or Fiction. It's the show where we take... Six timely questions that are actually facts about the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we label them as facts or fiction. So that's what we're going to go ahead and do tonight. If you want to call in, please wait until the end of the six-pack, and we will talk to you. So I don't want you to be on hold forever, but feel free to go ahead and call in as always. We do enjoy hearing from you. And the show, once again, is brought to you by FrankWalkerLaw.com, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. So we're going to get into it. First of all, the AFC Championship game. Wow. So much to say. The first thing I'm going to say is the New England Patriots, you can label them cheaters. You can label them what they want, what you want. They're a good team. They are a great team, and they find ways to win. They find ways to just adjust. They always seem to have the Steelers' number, which leads me to number one. The Steelers do not have talent to beat the Patriots. Is that fact, or is that indeed fiction? You know what? I'm going to say fiction. The Steelers have all the talent in the world to match up with the New England Patriots. It lies in scheme for me. I know that uh, I'm not trying to say that this was a game where they were completely outcoached, and I'm not blaming it at all on the coaching staff, but you know what? They were out, and they were actually outclassed in this game, as uh, uh, I know I'm going to hear from a lot of people from saying that, but you know what? They were completely beaten in this football game. A lot of things did not go their way and could have went their way in a different direction. Um, the officiating, something that I pride myself of not complaining about, but I'm going to just uh, call it like I see it and say the officiating was uh, tilted in a major way in New England's favor. But when it comes down to it, the Steelers were out-schemed in that game. It seemed like Bill Belichick, to me, had an A, a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, so on and so forth, all the way to Z. And then start with double A all the way to double Z. It seemed like he had a million plans. The Steelers, in my own opinion, they were outplanned in that game. Here's the thing. 
Le'Veon Bell goes down in that game, and what happens? They bring out a very capable, one of the best backup running backs in the game, in D'Angelo Williams. But the problem with that is the fact they just continued with their own game, game plan centered around Le'Veon Bell. Not the talents of D'Angelo Williams. Not the talents of the entire team and the, the uh, situation involved. And what, for me, that was glaring. Just for the fact that you know, that game plan was centered around Le'Veon Bell, that wasn't a game plan for D'Angelo. And so you need to have plays for D'Angelo. They were giving D'Angelo Le'Veon Bell's plays. And he's not that he's not the same runner. He's a capable, a very talented runner, but he is by all means not the same runner. Being said, they really struggled in that regard, but the talent is there. You can't tell me that the Pittsburgh Steelers don't have a better offensive line than the New England Patriots. Because they do. They have a fantastic offensive line. They have good young defenders. Bud Dupree is, I mean, if he played a full year, may have had Pro Bowl consideration. Ryan Shazier was named to the Pro Bowl yesterday. He has a whole lot of talent. I mean, James Harrison from 38 years old is an absolute hero for the Pittsburgh Steelers, in my estimation. Just a fantastic player. They have the players on that team to be able to compete. They have young players on that team, too, and we are going to address them in just a moment. But as far as running back, as far as wide receiver, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, they're not pro bowlers. They're all pros, and they are better players. But as a team, the New England Patriots played a better game. As a coaching staff, the New England Patriots prepared better. And that's just in my opinion. Um, very disappointed with uh, with other things, such as uh, in-game adjustments, but that's something that uh, I'm going to uh, get into a little later on. Um, well, actually, I'll just get into it now. They did not adjust as well as I thought they could have at halftime. Um, Chris Hogan was beating them up, did not adjust. They just kept on going about their game. Uh, look, I'm not a Mike Tomlin hater. I'm not a Mike Tomlin hater at all. But here's the thing. It just seemed like this was the game plan they always have, New England Patriots, and it was it's a stubborn game plan. And the reason it's a stubborn game plan, they're like, this is what we're bringing. We don't care if you know it. We're just going to beat you. And it just doesn't work that way. So with that being said, the Steelers do definitely have the talent to beat the Patriots. They just did not bring it all together. But I'm going to bring something up later on in the show of uh, when we're talking about the progression of the playoffs for the Steelers. And uh, I think there's a silver lining in this whole thing. But let's go on to number two. The younger Steeler players were not ready for the big stage, and it was glaring. You know what? I'm actually going to go ahead and say so that's a fact. Look, the younger players, they will be shining stars for this team. They're already starting to shine. Artie Burns is a good player. Sean Davis is a good player. Javon Hargrave, I'm going to make him an exception. I thought he was ready for that game, and he was a shining star on defense um, as far as that goes. But it just seemed that they were beaten by a team that, uh, I mean, there's young players on the Patriots, but they were just beaten by a more cohesive unit. I thought that uh, a lot of the young receivers, like Kobe Hamilton, um, Eli Rogers had a great game, but he had that fumble. Um, and uh, those guys, even Sammy Coates, Sammy Coates definitely dropped a lot of balls and looked to looked at a point to be scared out there yesterday. Um, the other players, a lot of the young guys did look scared going into New England. So, um, take that for what it's worth, but I do believe this team can build on this. I think this is, like I just said, a number one. Very talented team. They were not ready for yesterday. 
and it reminds me of another year, and I'm going to talk about that a little later on, too. But let's go on to a big one, and this one's going to take a lot of discussion. It's so hot outside. Time to go bowling. Stay cool at Bolero. With air-conditioned lanes, ice-cold beer, and a striking selection of signature cocktails. Roll in, chill out, and have fun. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. Number three, it's quite possible that the Steelers may be ready to move on from their all-pro Antonio Brown. You know what? Two weeks ago, I would have said this is fiction. I this, this fact was not even worthy of this show two weeks ago. This fact was not even worthy of this show a week and a half ago. The reason it came out is after the Facebook Live video started to change a little more. Look, with AB, you always thought that free spirit, little bit uh, young spirit, I mean, a little bit immature, but when it comes to practice, no one practices harder. Um, seems to worry about his brand. And you were thinking that the whole Facebook Live problem would uh, would actually fix the whole situation. But uh, now after the Patriots game, I'm starting to think that it wasn't fixed. It's actually a more glaring problem than I originally thought. And here's where – this is where I'm completely shocked. And it's because the morning of the Kansas City game, before this whole thing happened, plenty of reports came out, and very, uh, very good reports said that Pittsburgh was going to throw the bank at Antonio Brown and make him the highest-paid receiver in the game. I think that talk is, uh, is over at this point. Um, if not, it might be on life support. And the reason I'm saying is there were reports – and there's even the picture that we have that's going to support the promotion of this very show is a picture of Antonio Brown on the sidelines pouting. And the pouting did not – it wasn't at the end of the game. It was at the beginning of the game when D'Angelo Williams ran into the end zone and had a touchdown. He wasn't celebrating as much as he looked solemn. He looked upset. And it's starting to make a lot of people think that at this point that it's less about team and more about stats and brand with Antonio Brown. And, you know, this is my message to Antonio because I love him as a guy. I love him as a player. But you need to be a teammate first. Look, if you want a brand, I've said this on a show a lot of times, if you're concerned about your brand, then you need to play first. Your brand is fine as long as you are performing as a teammate and on the football field. But when stats are getting into the way, getting in the way, you know, that becomes a problem. When you're more worried about your own personal gain than the team, then that becomes a problem. And I'm starting to think that the team's fed up with it. Uh, look, after the game, he uh, just said to the said to the press, "See you next year," and didn't even talk. And you know, I know uh, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. When Cam Newton acted like that after the Super Bowl last year, I blasted him. So if I don't do it to Antonio Brown, I am a hypocrite. But look, you have a responsibility to talk to the press after the game. Look, I'm not a member of the press. I'm a, I'm a guy that does this show from his kitchen, okay? I'm just a fan. But the press is annoying. But you have an obligation to your team as a team leader to talk and represent your team of class, and that was not representing your team of class. And the other problem I have, that right before the press conference, um, to apologize on Thursday, he Facebooked live a video of him getting a haircut. So I don't know if he's learned his lesson. I don't know what it, ha- what it is, but I just feel like Antonio Brown at this point is uh, looking a lot more like player that Mike Tomlin described in his press conference last week as a player that could bounce around from team to team 
because he's not thinking of a team first. Mike Tomlin does not want that to happen. I don't think Antonio Brown wants that to happen. I don't want that to happen. I want there to be joy. But I'm starting to think that in their head, just like in 2010, there was discussion about life without Ben Roethlisberger after allegations came out of Milledgeville, Georgia. Um, That's not the case today. And we're going to be talking about Ben a little bit more. But Ben built on that. Uh, Antonio Brown has not started to repair anything yet. And it's not like what he did was criminal. It's not like what was, you know, a crime against humanity. It's just it's more of a uh, just a disrespect to the team and a lot of things. And if you are pouting, and I'm sure that could be spun around, but if you're pouting because another player got a touchdown and you didn't in a game that you're losing, then that's a problem. And maybe life is better. Maybe it's addition by subtraction at this point. And I hate to say that because I want to see the Steelers in a Super Bowl with 84 running wild and possibly being an MVP. But that's something that he needs to soul search and realize that uh, it's more than just one guy. And like I always say, that brand, that brand's fine if you're winning and you're doing the right things. But when you're pressing to make things happen, that's when they become a problem. So this is the midway point of the show. We still want you to call in, so feel free to give us a call. You know the number. And I definitely want to hear from all of you. So um, feel free. This is going to be uh, – this is not the last fact or fiction, but uh, – we're going to go on a hiatus, and we are going to pop up from time to time. There still will be shows, but uh, we definitely want to hear from you, so feel free to call in. We already have a caller on hold, and we will go ahead and uh, take those calls um, at the end of the six-pack. But once again, brought to you by Behind the Steel Curtain is Pittsburgh Steeler six-pack of fact or fiction, and also brought to you by Frank Walker Law, and let's hear from them. Smart or stupid? <laughs> Those strobing lights in your rear view, that flashlight shining in your face. License, registration, and insurance, please. The little adventure you're about to have with this guy? Uh, I'll need you to step out of the vehicle, please. Okay, so you've done something stupid. Fix it with a smart move. For DUI or criminal defense, call Frank Walker of frankwalkerlaw.com. He knows his way around a courtroom. 412-532-6805. 412-532-6805 or frankwalkerlaw.com. FrankWalkerLaw.com, real talk, real experience, real results. Make sure if you do something stupid that you give Frank Walker a call. Um, Once again, this is Steeler Six Pack of Fact or Fiction. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Usually do the show with Zach Barnes. Zach is uh, vacationing. Actually, not vacationing. He's studying abroad. He is over in Madrid, Spain, and there is a major time difference. So if I were to be calling him right now, We'd be talking to him at 2.17 a.m. So uh, for uh, the last few shows, we are going to go ahead and and, uh, go solo here. And uh, we definitely do want to hear from you. So if you want to call, 347-850-8581 is the number to call, the frankwalkerlaw.com hotline. That's 347-850-8581. So let's go ahead and move on. And uh, go to number four. And this is you know, a little bit of an extension of the Antonio Brown talk, but it's a little more to do with Ben Roethlisberger's comments today. So number four, Ben Roethlisberger's retirement talk is nothing to worry about. You know what? I'm going to say fact. He's not going to retire. But there's a hidden message in that retirement talk. And now he didn't come out and say, yeah, I'm going to retire. I've been thinking about it. The question was, was uh, presented to him in a way that, uh, are you definitely coming back? And he's like, well, I'm not mauling. I'm going to maul everything over. I'm not, uh, I mean, it could be retirement. I mean, I, I, will, I will look at every single option I have. And so, you know, I have no problem with that. But the more that I thought about it, I actually thought it was a little bit of an ultimatum 
to the Rooney family and a little bit of an ultimatum to Mike Tomlin, and that has nothing to do whatsoever with money. It has everything to do with the immaturity of some players on the team and the lack of discipline. Now, this is me reading into this. And uh, it very well, I could, I could be completely off base here. But I think it's him saying, look, if you don't clean this up, why should I stick around? It's not a talent problem. We talked about that at the beginning of the show. He brought this up after the game against Dallas. And next thing you know, things got cleaned up. Things actually got a whole lot better. But the word that he brought up, lack of discipline of his teammates. And, you know, Antonio was one of the guys he was talking about. And um, he also brought up um, you know, the coaching staff um, in different ways. And I think he wants to see things cleaned up. Well, he knows this is his best chance for a ring. I don't think he's going to retire. I don't think this is anything to worry about. But I think it's a message. And, hey, let's see how they respond as a team. Saying get rid of anybody, he's saying, let's handle our problems so I could run the show. Uh, ben had a good game the other night. He had a very good game the other night. Um, things went against them. Um, they did a very good job, the Patriots did, of taking A.B. out of the game. And, you know, A.B. had a good statistical game, but, you know, it, it, and I don't really blame A.B. for his performance on the field. Um, I really don't. They took him out, and other, te- other players had to step up. And, uh, you know, the, the offense, this was not an offensive problem. To me, this was a defensive problem. And, um, you know, and I thought it was a coaching problem as far as adjustments as we go. Look, a lot of people are calling for Ben's head at this point, too. A lot of, there are some people, and I don't think there would be many, but there's some people that are really like, yeah, let them retire. I already saw people that were uh, posting t- in-game, time to draft a new quarterback. No, it's not time to draft a new quarterback. Not at all. Look, Ben Roethlisberger has three or four years left on this team, in my estimation. Maybe, maybe fewer, maybe, maybe one fewer, maybe one more. He still can get this done. Um, he definitely can but I think he wants the team to know that you're not going to keep me around here if you don't clean up our problems. And those problems, he can't do it by – he can't clean these problems up. Authority figures need to clean these problems up. He can help, but the problem of discipline went away a little bit. The problem of attitude went away a little bit during an 11-game win – excuse me, a nine-game winning streak, but it really reared its head with uh, not only the Facebook Live situation, but just the way it was handled afterwards. And now um, the pouting incident, the alleged pouting incident, uh, that's what was perceived. I'm sure we'll hear more about that as things go on. But, you know, Ben Roethlisberger wants to be assured that he has a good reason to come back. So I'm going to say the retirement talk is nothing to worry about. It's, it's not. He's not going – Ben's not walking away. We always talk about Ben liking a flair for the drama. I don't even think that's really this either. I think this is just a fact. He wants things to get better, and he needs messages to be sent. And he's strictly saying, look, I don't have to stick around here if uh, you're not going to give me a team that cares about team um, more than they care about themselves. That's not everybody that's a few players, but it's enough to be a problem. Um, and we, uh, it's not just Antonio Brown. It could very well be Le'Veon Bell, too. Um, and the reason I say that is uh, he was talking like crazy about before the loss, how he wants to remain on the team, how he thinks he'll remain on the team. Now, after the game, I'm not sure if I'm going, if they're going to keep me. I'm not sure if they're, I'm going to remain on the team. So, um, and he has been dancing around in videos recently talking about money and pay me and, um, you know, this isn't the right time to do that. The playoffs, before the playoffs in the home stretch, not the time to do it. 
The time to do it is silently with your actions on the field. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap this up with saying fiction. It's not going to retire. Don't worry about it. Things are going to work out. But it's a threat, and maybe it's a threat that needs to needed to be made. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Number five, the law dog, Lawrence Timmons, and Debo, James Harrison, will not return for 2017. Look, fiction. These guys are going to return if the Pittsburgh Steelers want them to return. And I'm telling you right now, there's no reason not to bring these guys back. You can continue to bring these guys back at a team and cap-friendly price um, Lawrence Timmons said this a year and a half ago that he would come back when his contract expired for a, uh, a hometown discount. Um, James Harrison's already done it. James Harrison said the other night that he doesn't think he's done. It's up to the Steelers, but look, they need to have the leadership of these guys in the fold. Uh, Timmons had another great game the other night. Uh, just Absolutely incredible. Uh, James was uh, they didn't unleash excuse me they didn't unleash James as much, but he was really I mean he's a force on that defense at 38 years old and even next year at 39 years old the way the guy works is just absolutely incredible. I go back to last week they got off the plane around 4 a.m. in Kansas City after in Pittsburgh after a trip to Kansas City. Debo's in the weight room. That's a guy that puts three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars worth of money into his body every year um, to continue to uh, stay healthy and to be able to play. And this is a guy who's done that three years after he originally retired. He retired and came back and has played three seasons, which is absolutely incredible. Timmons, he's an unsung hero for this team. This is a guy that just continues to get it done. And he's the guy that, you know, I just think is is absolutely a team player. And you need to have a guy like that on the team also. So uh, I implore the Steelers to bring a guy like this back, uh, guys like both of these guys back. I think it's a good move. I think it's definitely what they need to do. And uh, I fully expect them to do it if the price is right. And these guys, the price is going to be right. They want to be back. They want to be a part of this team because they, like Ben, know that a Super Bowl is definitely possible. And we're going to talk about that now in the very last question of the six-pack. Number six, the playoff progression since 2017 will continue, and the Steelers will indeed reach Super Bowl 52 in 2017. So, I brought that up to some other people, and they're like, what do you mean about the playoff progression? Here's what I mean about the playoff progression. In 2014, the Pittsburgh Steelers made the playoffs. Wild card round. They made the wild card round and lost. Last year, they made the wild card and then made the divisional game. They, they won the wild card game and lost in the divisional game. This year... The, the ladder, they continued up the ladder. They went ahead and made not only the wild card game, the divisional game, then they made the AFC championship game and lost an AFC championship game. So if the progression continues, they make the Super Bowl next year. If that ladder and that progress, if that's what happens, then hey, all's good and they're in the Super Bowl. I mean, the problem is if 
the progression stays the same, then maybe they don't win the Super Bowl. But making the game is really possible. And here's the reason I think making the Super Bowl is a huge possibility next next year. And it's simple. Look at 2004. Here's a team in 2004, team one, Ben's rookie year, but they were young, they were raw, they were not ready to compete. They lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. What did they do the very next year? They didn't have the best season in the regular season, but what did they do? They won the Super Bowl. And not only did they win the Super Bowl, but they won it in just dramatic fashion, not in the in the game, but just having to win their last four games and then indeed having to continue and win four games in the playoffs, which is astounding. It was actually a great feat for that team to go ahead and do. So with that being said, if the progression continues, teams are actually similar, um, 12 years apart, they're similar, they can very well happen. Instead of the beginning of the show, this is a team with the talent to win the Super Bowl. This is a team with just as much talent as the New England Patriots. Now, I will say this. Tom Brady is out of this world. I'm not out of, just out of this world. Um, you might not like Tom Brady, great quarterback. And I don't think any stretch of the imagination that you could say that Tom Brady is not the greatest quarterback in the game and not in the discussion. You really can't say that because he absolutely is. Um, so I would go ahead and say at this point, back to that, Tom Brady being one of the best of all time in the game, he had great talent. He was of just as much talent, if not even more than the New England Patriots. I just think that at this point, they need to build on it. Now, if you remember, all the way back in 2005, there were some problems with their star wide receiver. Heinz Ward towed out. Um, midway into the uh, preseason, held out for a couple of games in the preseason. And just uh, there, Burris, who was one of the star receivers on that team, he was gone. He left in free agency to the New York Giants. They brought in a guy like Cedric Wilson, and he was one of the guys, he was a role player, but he's one of the guys that just helped out. Jerome Bettis, who they thought was going to retire, he came back. You had Duke Daly, who uh, was supposed to help carry the team, he got injured. They both got injured, Bettis and Staley. And then they have to worry about what are we going to do with running back at that point. They brought in Willie Parker. So Mike Tomlin alluded to this today. He alluded to the fact that there's going to be different personnel on this team next year. This is not going to be the same team. Um, I don't know what exactly he's alluding to there. I don't know if he's saying that uh, if he's saying that there's going to be major pieces of the puzzle gone. I don't know what what they're planning, but the team's not going to look identical to this year. But the main thing they want to do is bring back the major parts, and I'm sure they're going to do the best to do that, and they're going to do the best for the team in general. So I'm hoping that happens. I'm really thinking that next year is going to be a special year. I think this year was a special year. It really was. I mean, you got to admit that 29 other teams would love to say the same. Actually, 28 other teams, because the Packers are saying the same thing too, would love to have gotten to the AFC or NFC championship game. And that's what happened. So, you know, I think the progression is going to continue. I just see those similarities. So I'm going to say Super Bowl 52. I don't even know where it is. I just didn't check. If anybody knows where it is, let me know. But uh, I just have that feeling that this team is the team that we think they are, that they might be around next year. So that's the end of the six-pack. So let's go to the phones. And we've had a very patient caller. You are on the air with Brian Davis and Sealer Six-Pack of Factor Fiction. Who do we have here? Brian, good evening. Vito Hanko. Vito, one of our Hall of Fame callers, just uh, 
the uh, first caller for uh, the show that we do, uh, the uh, Monday Hangover. So glad to hear from you, Vito. So you've listened to the six-pack from the beginning tonight. I'd like to hear your thoughts on uh, on uh, what we said tonight. Well, you made a lot of good points. I think the um, the biggest problem we have with Madden feeling the way he does, I think he's disappointed. If you remember when they were four and five, he said, follow me and watch me lead the way. He did that. And I think what started happening as we got into the playoffs, um, people stepped up in the Dolphins game. Then we went through some changes in the Chiefs game, and then all of a sudden in the Patriots game, it just seemed like everything fell apart. And I do think he had a good night. I think he was making his throws. I mean, he did throw that one interception that was going for Darius A. would pay. But I think it was a night where he had to carry the team. He was trying to do the best he could. And when people were dropping the ball because they're nervous and they're not prepared, there's only so much he could do. And I think we discussed this last night. But I truly think, Brian, there is a good chance that he may or may not come back. And I think maybe he's thrown that out there because he wants to see change. He wants the organization to do something about it, step up and, you know, get people to be accountable because you're right. This was a game that we had a shot at and there's no reason why we couldn't have played them tougher and been in that game all the way to the last minute. I mean, if we played them to the last minute and we lose, at least we gave it a hundred percent. It didn't seem like that happened that night, but you know, you brought up a lot of good points. I don't know if we need to trade Antonio Brown. I, mean, I don't know if we need to go that far. But we definitely need to figure out the identity of this team. All the young guys we have in there, you know, need to step up next year. And it's not a bad idea, Brian, to pick up some other pieces during the offseason. So we'll see what happens. But um, I think as fans, you know, we've always talked about this. We're very grateful. We're very lucky to be able to have a guy like him around so long. And, you know, I think the window's closing think the window's closing. You know, he may come back for another year, maybe two years, but you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen during the offseason. He may hold out. He may want to put pressure on the Rooney organization. He may want to put pressure on the personnel and see if there's going to be changes made or maybe guys are not accountable finally become accountable where they're going to have to talk him into coming back, but only time will tell. Do you think that this is a situation where Ben is just putting this ultimatum out there? And he hasn't come out and said it. This is we're reading into this, and but you know I think there's a very good reason to read into this. But do you think that it's just look, you take care of this team, and I'm the guy to lead you. But if not, you know I might as well. It's just if you don't make it worth my while, then I'm just gonna go home, and uh, I'm not going to uh, just destroy my body for other people that don't care. No, I, I agree with you, and I think the biggest problem is, you know, he's hurt right now with everything that happened. He really is. Because that was a big letdown, that game. I mean, we played much tougher against Kansas City, and we kept that game close. This game was, was only close for a little bit of time, and then it kind of got away from us. So I don't know if it was a play-calling thing. I don't know if he just felt, you know, the young guys didn't do what they could have do. He could, could have done or maybe it's just a bunch of drop passes that should have been caught so we could have kept the game closer. But, you know, for him to come out and say that after this, it's definitely worrisome. And I think as a fan, you got to worry about it. And then you got people on on the chat room still talking about trading him. Well, you know what, guys, where would we be without him? We wouldn't even have a chance. And just think, he didn't have one of his bad yeah. years. Now, some people, Brian, said that he didn't look as passionate this year as he did in the past. Did you notice that in some of the games? Because I... I really didn't notice that, his body language, but a lot of people felt he wasn't as passionate as he was in years past, and they said you didn't see the passion in his eyes the other night when he was playing either. And I don't know how true that is, but he didn't have a great year statistically. You know what? I don't see that at all. Um, In fact, I saw a lot of passion. Um, I saw it uh, in that game with him. I mean, he gets on these young guys. Um, I think... I think he wants help. And I almost think it's, uh, you know, I was talking about the similarities between the 2005 team, excuse me, the 2004 team, and how they morphed into a Super Bowl champion um, the very next year. Um, Two of the major contributors in that, and Jerome Bettis coming back, because Jerome Bettis was going to retire. Heinz Ward cried after the game. 
Ben Roethlisberger and Heinz Ward went to him, and Ben Roethlisberger was like, give me one year. We, we'll get this done. I promise you, we'll get this done. I think Ben wants that. I'm not saying that he's begging for that. I'm not saying that he wants the same kind of treatment. He doesn't need the, somebody come begging him to come back. But I think he wants to see the passion from somebody on this team, um, one of the young contributor, contributors like a Bell Brown, to say, look, I'm going to get it together. If you just give me – you give this team another chance, we're going to come through for, for you just like he did. And he did that. And there was a lot of immaturity around Ben Roethlisberger way back when, especially after his rookie year. But he did do that, and that's one of the most mature things he did back then. But that's something that uh, actually needs to happen now, happens, needs to happen again. And that's one of the things that uh, will inspire Ben again. I'm not saying he's lost his, uh, his inspirations, but he's feeling like he's left alone on an island not Ben. It's not Ben at all. Um, it's the fact he needs to know that it's worth it's worth it to come back. And that's yeah. how I'm looking at this. Aloha, I'm Clifford from Yamanoa Safeway. Can't decide what to eat? Whether it's lunch or dinner, you'll find a perfect meal in the Safeway Deli. Handcrafted sandwiches, fresh sushi prepared by our in-house chefs, signature salads, our famous fried chicken and tenders. Add a side like creamy mashed potatoes or mac and cheese. All fresh and ready to go every day. Stop by this week to get a hot deal on rotisserie chicken, only $5.88 each with in-and coupon. This is Clifford from Manoa Safeway, and we'll see you soon. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Details. Yeah, only time will tell, Brian. Because if he does hang it up, it, it will. We're in, and, we're in for and a little awakening. I think it's all going to shake out fine. Um, but you know, sometimes you need to put a message out there. Sometimes you need to let your employers know that, hey, I need other people to have the same passion that I do. And the actions of Antonio Brown, I still like it. I, I'm still rooting for this kid. I want to see this guy in black and gold. Uh, I want to see him here. But I want him to put all that other junk aside. And um, I don't care about his brand. His brand will come when he wins the Super Bowl. His brand's already there. He's hurting his brand by, doing this, uh, by these kind of antics. And uh, so I'm thinking he's one of the ones that needs to go to Ben and say, hey, you stick around. I'm guaranteeing you we're going to do this. So this is a message not only to the Roonies, not only to Mike Tomlin to tighten things up. It's a message to Antonio Brown. It's a message to Le'Veon Bell. Quit worrying about the dollar signs and, and more will come. Like sort of dreams. You build it, he will come. Well, you know what? You win it, the, uh, immortality comes. Football immortality in the city of Pittsburgh will come winning one Super Bowl. A lot of guys have, have, uh, have gained that, that Pittsburgh immortality by winning a Super Bowl. Do you think Willie Parker has to pay for a meal in Pittsburgh? No. I don't even think that a guy like Cedric Wilson would have to pay for a meal in Pittsburgh. Um, those guys – and it's not about paying for meals. It's just that football immortality. You know what? Antonio Brown wants it, but he's going to get it if he wins the Super Bowl in Pittsburgh. And they need to look at big picture. I think that's what Ben's just begging for. And I don't blame him. Do you have anything else on your mind tonight, Vito? For the fact or fiction? No, I think that's it. I think that was one of the biggest headlines when I saw that. And I was kind of a little in awe and shock. But, you know, I couldn't understand him feeling the way he did. And, you know, I know Mike Mitchell said it won't yeah, be the I, same. We wonder what's going to change. You know, I'm sure you might see some different faces. You know what? And you very well might. And 
it it's crazy to think that a uh, that someone that you could lose a guy, um, lose one of your stars, and come back and win. But it, it's definitely possible. I don't know. I mean, look at a team like the Pittsburgh Pirates from 1991 when they lost to a huge free agent contract to the New York Mets, Bobby Benian. Everybody thought, okay, it's over now. They uh, they were one inning away from from uh, the World Series that year. Um, and look at the Steelers when they lost Plexico Burris, as we talked about after the 2004 season. Everybody thought it was over. It's uh, sometimes – what I'm trying to say is sometimes team is a whole lot bigger than individual star. And sometimes it's addition by subtraction. I don't want it to happen. I want everything cleaned up, but if it's not the end of the world, if you, uh, you get rid of a troublemaker, um, not saying, I don't know how much trouble is being made, but there's some, there's some clear dissension on that team. Um, there's, some clear problems in that locker room. Um, and that's uh, lending to a lot of things. And it's definitely going to come back when you lose a game like that. It's going to come out. It's going to come out like crazy. So, uh, Vito, I'm I want surprised. to thank you. Um, yeah, surprised by on the sideline laughing. I don't understand why he would be doing that when his team's losing. I would think that'd be emotional for a lot of people. I, I mean, I didn't notice that, but people said he was on the sideline laughing with other receivers. Yeah. yeah, that's not good. That 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 did happen too. This is um, the biggest game of the year. Yeah, that that's something that happened too. So um, I don't know what was being discussed at that time. Um, I know I well, I'll actually pick up for him a little bit here because I laugh when I'm nervous, and maybe they were laughing the a situation, and they're like, "Okay, well, let's go do it," and it, it just did happen. Also, but yeah, time and place. We got to think about this though. Remember, in the AFC Championship game in 2011 with the Jets, he made that final play on that final drive for the first down to uh, get us to the Super Bowl. If you remember, yep. I don't know if you remember Rex Ryan was thinking they were going to run and bent through the short pass, and it was that same play he made against the Chiefs. I mean, so this guy's money. When you need him to make the yeah, big was... play, he makes the big play. He's been doing it for years and years. He just needs to understand that it's, I mean, you know, the old phrase, I and team, you know, that's uh, maybe you need to just go back to basics and he's got to realize that he's just sure not the only guy. They will talk to him and I'm sure he'll learn from it and move forward and get better or he's just going to, you know, be in trouble. Yep. And you know what? I think that's all that needs to happen. It's just like anything. Uh, if you're, a, it's like human relationships, interpersonal relationships. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be football players. It's the same thing. If you have a problem with a coworker, or if you have a problem with a loved one, a family member, a spouse, a best friend, and sometimes it needs to be a tough conversation, or sometimes yeah. it needs to be. You just need to have that uh, that heart to heart, and right. you know, getting on the same page is, is as simple as a heart to heart, and uh, and that's I guarantee you that's going to happen. Uh, if it doesn't, and if it's too dire, they will cut ties. I don't think they want to cut ties. No. And the uh, but but you will see tomorrow, um, as soon as this show's over, there will be a. Uh, there will be an article on BTFC and it will be labeled so that the Steelers actually cut ties with Antonio Brown. And that's what, that's what the headline for the advertisement to go ahead and listen to this very show is going to be tomorrow. And, uh, it's, it's one that's going to generate a lot of, uh, a lot of attention just because we haven't thought about it before. Now we're thinking about it big time and they're getting, if you get to the very point, where you think you can't fix it, that's when you make the change. And you're going to find out, if they go ahead and do that, you're going to find out that a bigger problem exists. And if they actually go ahead out and do that, that means they're doing it 
for the betterment of the team because they've exhausted all options. That's what I'm thinking in my mind. They're not going to get rid of them just to get rid of them. Right. Because the dra- all the draft picks, I mean, draft picks aren't worth a player of that ilk. Definitely right. something we are going to see. I'm sorry, Vito? I said thank you for what you do. You have a great evening. Always appreciate you well, being here. You we do, Well, thank you so much. And uh, you're always one of the callers that we count on. And we uh, we really appreciate you. We have we have some fun things uh, lined up in the off season too. Um, we're definitely talking about a big draft show on draft mm-hmm. night, so we definitely want you to be a part of that. So um, we're lots of uh, this is not the end of it. Um, so I'm telling you, I'm telling everybody. Remember behind the still curtain, just because the season's over, there's going to be so much to talk about and uh, so much to stay tuned for. So uh, Vito, thank you very much. And for all of you out there, thanks for a great season. Hey, this was a successful season for all of us as Steelers fans. It was a great season. It didn't end the way we wanted it, but it was still a very good season. I am proud of our football team, and uh, I'm proud to be a part of Steeler Nation. So uh, for the final time um, in the 2016 season, once again brought to you by Behind the Steel Curtain and – Frank Walker Tom, for the final time for the season, I'm going to say it. That's a fact, Jack. Good night. It's so hot outside. Time to go bowling. Stay cool at Bolero. With air conditioned lanes, ice cold beer, and a striking selection of signature cocktails. Roll in, chill out, and have fun. Visit Bolero.com for hours and weekly specials. Hey, I'm Anil Dash, and I'm the host of a new show called Function from the Vox Media Podcast Network and Glitch. This season, we're talking with experts about why our voting machines are so bad and how that might hurt our elections. We'll also talk with an animator to find out how popular dances from the real world end up in video games. And we're going to tackle the biggest question in tech, Why do so many celebrities use screenshots from that Apple Notes app to make their public apologies when they screw up? You can find new episodes of Function every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks to Microsoft Azure for sponsoring Function.